And welcome to Sassy Nation. On this Friday, December 18th, 2020. So we're getting closer, ah, we're getting closer to the end of the year as we know it. So I guess we're all happy. But if you think because the year is going to change January 1st, everything that we've gone through in 2020 is going to just disappear, you are a little mistaken. Oh, I'll leave it at that for now. Okay. So yesterday on the Sassy Show, which you can see on Facebook, on my Facebook page, which I will put the link in um, the description of this uh, podcast, so you can go to that one. We basically talked about all the different um, issues happening within social media. Um, For example... I don't know why Facebook has decided because they own Instagram to take the music section off people's reels and not give everybody option of using music and also taking the music option off people's stories, but it's happened. And I had to give them some feedback and tell them, please return the music. (laughs) Number one. Number two on Instagram, things that are happening that are a pain in the ass. Are there so many freaking bots? Number one, people developing more than one account for the same business, you know, but using like stupid account names like, you know, Cherry, Cherry Pie 2747. And then, you know, you have the same, and then the business would be, you know, um, you know, buy real followers, let's just say, because that's not the new thing. And then you'll have the next, that other one, Pumpkin Pie 4797 you know, and so forth and so forth. And they design all these different um, uh, accounts and then they follow you all the accounts. So that's a problem. Um, and also like the, the going into people's stories. So I've been, I don't know how many of them I blocked already, but you know, by real accounts, by real followers. Um, no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> so that was Instagram's issue. Um, t- Twitter has another issue. Twitter, 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 Twitter. So first and foremost, in October, Twitter changed how you can retweet something because they thought that if they did that, more people would read freaking articles instead of just sharing them because that's how misinformation gets swept around. No, how about the first time somebody posts an article that's not true, you just take the shit down. See, that's, you know, just take the shit down. But then that's censorship. See, that's a problem. You can't just because people are posting things that are not true, you can't just take this stuff down. People should just understand that you can't get your news from social media. And you shouldn't be taking social media seriously. Social media should not be taking take it as seriously as it is. And there are so many people that do this. And I'll give you an example, New York Ranger fans. Because of what happened, the news that came out yesterday about Henrik Lundqvist. And people, oh, how long does it take the New York Rangers to put out a statement? How, why do they have to put out a statement, first of all? First of all, he's no longer with the Rangers. Okay. He signed a deal with the Capitals. The Capitals are supposed to put out information about it. 
and a statement because he cannot play this coming year. The Rangers really didn't have to put anything out in all, all um, social media for um, every single hockey uh, team. You know, good luck, we're praying for you, that kind of stuff, fine. But Ranger fans are like, oh my God, look how long it took them. Not knowing full well that behind the scenes, they were working with Hen Henrik and, you know, making checking on him and his family and making sure he was fine and, you know, all that all that stuff. So here's my plea. Stop taking social media so seriously. Stop, like, living word for word by what people say, too. Now, I get it. Because I, I constantly preach to you about how athletes and Twitter don't mix. And I'll give you another example of why Twitter and athletes don't mix, like I did on my show yesterday with Todd Hurley, telling everybody on Twitter that he dropped his phone in the toilet while making number two. Did we really need that tweet? There are many different tweets that athletes tweet that we really don't need. That is, that's like high on the list, okay? But at the same time, regular folks, not just athletes and celebrities, but regular folks take it too seriously. There was somebody on Facebook, I'll just switch now to Facebook, who said that their friend posted something that she thought was humorous about coronavirus and she took it so seriously. I'm like, you gotta take certain things that people post with a grain of salt because people do this on purpose. They post this kind of stuff for attention. Negat and I'll say this, negativity and toxic drama type posts get the most attention, by the way, if you haven't noticed. That's what happens. And that's what people do, that kind of stuff. I mean, I can probably, I'll probably test this out. Maybe I'll tell, oh yeah, maybe I'll test it on Twitter and I'll post something really controversial, right? Um, as a test. And then I'll, I'll refer to this uh, podcast as me saying, see, I tested it and you all felt for it. Hook, line, and sinker. And that's how people fall for things. They believe all the stuff they see here on, on social media. They take it too seriously. Like, I'll say this again in my beginning of, of my podcast life here when I did my radio show, the Sassy Show, the first couple times. What did I tell you all? Social media was designed for three things. One, to stay in touch with family and friends, which also includes to make new friends. Two, networking, which is the, also making new friends, but also finding business contacts and companies to work with and that kind of stuff. And three, to build your community up. Not tear it down, which everybody likes to do on social media, tear people down bullying, trolls, all that kind of stuff. Those are the three reasons why it was designed. It was not designed to be used as a diary, which some people tend to do. It was not designed to post all your negative shit and air your dirty laundry. It was not designed to attack other people, which people seem to do on a daily basis. It was not designed to let every idea that pops into your head 
and then post it. It wasn't designed for that. So I hope in 2021, we can learn to let go a little bit more. Like, I don't think people have learned to let go yet. Learn to let go. Don't let social media be the end all of your life. Just because somebody tweets something or posts something or says something, so what? Remember, people have two different lives, some people. Some people are who they are online. Very rare. It's very rare that people who, who, who you know, that you know, or you don't know. Well, basically who you know. Like, it's kind of easy to figure out who I, who I know in real life and when they post certain shit. And I'm like, that's not who you are online. Why are you, how are you posting that stuff? Like, I'll know that they're putting up a facade. But a lot of people put up facades, especially on Instagram, where people think that they're all of a sudden models. No, honey, you, bitch, honey, sweetie, you're not a model. You have 37 different apps on your phone and filters that filter that make you look a certain way. There are other places you can go and actually fix your body up to make it look perfect because people think they have to be perfect in order to post. No, I post my real pictures of who I am and how I look, and I don't care. And I've, I've gotten bad comments. I've gotten nasty comments from guys and nasty comments from girls. Why? Because I'm posting real shit. They don't want, they don't want people to be posting real stuff. I think that's why I like the store airy. Because they're all, all their social media content is about being real and being who you are, not trying to be the fake Victoria's Secret girl model that we all are not. Um, you know, because you got to be a size zero and, and you have to look a certain way and you have to have certain hair and certain facial features and your hips have to be like, look like you don't even have hips um, and, and so forth. But it's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So anyhow, so other stuff that's happening on Twitter that I did not mention in my yesterday yesterday show is that I did mention this a couple weeks ago that they're going to um, have a new verification process to give you guys and some people the verification um, check mark. Well, they're going to roll something out where they said this it can, can be it can be confusing to people it's not clear that these accounts are automated so they're going to teach us what's a bot and what's not which i think is going to be hysterical because they don't even know half the time of course not all bots are good bots but automated accounts have flourished on the platform since its early days and bots remain some of the most useful, whimsical, and otherwise beloved sources of tweets. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. We shall see about that one. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Um, Facebook slams Apple because Apple is going to, has a new um, policy that's Facebook slams Apple privacy change again, suggesting it will kill free apps. So um, Facebook accuses Apple of moving the free ad supported internet into paid apps and services where Apple can take a cut. Apple change Apple's changes will take privacy option 
that was previously more difficult to access and put it in front and center when consumers open the app. It's expected to dramatically impact the ability of advertisers to target ads because people are going to not opt in. Like Facebook cares. Facebook cares because all they care about is making money. They've ruined their app, by the way. The app itself now, Facebook app, they, they, they also added some design changes and features that I found out yesterday on, and it sucks. Just like their new design on the laptop version sucks, it sucks. And explain to me how I can have a shop on Facebook, but I'm not allowed to have one on Instagram. But yeah, if I go into my stories on Instagram, I can, um, I can link my product shop. How stupid is that? Okay, anyway. The day after launching an attack on Apple's upcoming privacy change, Facebook is running another ad prompting consumers to consider whether they will pay for apps that are currently free. Facebook on Wednesday ran newspaper ads published in a new website and ran blog posts outlining its arguments against Apple's privacy change, which it claims threatens the personalized ads that millions of small businesses rely on to find and reach customers. Guess where you call can go. You can start doing MeWe. I will be doing a little bit more MeWe this weekend. I forgot about it for like a week or two, and then I, I'm like, oh my God, I gotta go back on MeWe. It's just, there's a lot of apps, and there's it's a lot of work. People don't realize just how much work it is. Um, so then there's a hashtag called Speak Up for Small that's going around um, about this change. Apple defended its policy change. Of course they did. Um, saying it's a simple matter of standing up for our users. Users should know when their data is being collected and shared across other apps and websites, and they should have the choice to allow that or not. But Apple collects your data too. So what's the difference? Like they do collect data, not as much data. Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, TikTok, Twitter, they all collect your data, by the way. But if you're not giving them data to collect that's like worthy data, what are they getting? That's why I tell people, just be careful what you start posting. People don't need to know where you live. People don't need to know your email. People put this in tweets too. And post, oh, email me at here. People put what they like on there. They look at things. I know it's good because shopping is gonna be one of the trends of 2021. That's why Instagram now also added a shopping feature in Reels. They beat out TikTok for that, by the way, because people are shopping online more and more. And where are they shopping now from? Social media. Now, they're not actually like shopping from there as much as they're using the social media shops to research stuff to buy. And then I think they go to their actual websites of, of the stores and then they buy from there. But it's one of the trends of 2021, by the way, which we will hear in my special show um, next week. Well, not the week after, because next week's Christmas, if you can believe it. A week from today is Christmas. Oh, I'm so excited. I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite. It's still my favorite holiday. Um, I still believe in Santa. Um, I believe in the spirit of the season. You know, it's a season of love and the season of giving. Um you know, and season of miracles. 
And I just love it that I get to share with my nephew, my niece. And then my niece is a little bit older. So I'm so excited. I can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, it's going to be so fun. So anyway, but I will say this. If you want to know why the world is so cold, it's because people have forgotten how to say thank you. Say thank you. Someone does something nice for you. Don't just be like, well, I, you know, just don't expect, like people expect things. They expect people to be nice. They expect gifts. They expect people reaching out. They expect people supporting them. They expect everything. Don't expect it. First of all, you won't be disappointed if you expect it. Second of all, when someone does something nice, say thank you. Say that was so sweet of you to mail me that Christmas card and put in that picture. Or, oh my God, like, oh, that was so nice of you to send me that gift card. You didn't have to send me that gift card. Or that was so nice of you to reach out to make sure that I was okay. Simple things like that. And like, that's why athletes don't belong on social media because they don't say thank you to their supporters. The fans who bleed their, their team's colors and support these athletes. They never say thank you. Thank you for supporting me during this really rough season. Thank you for supporting me throughout my career. Thanks for buying my jersey. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for doing whatever. Just say thank you. Thanks for that really cute message that you sent on Instagram or that, that, you, that cute post that you posted or that ret or thanks for retweeting. Nothing. Nobody does that anymore because everybody expects things. When you don't expect it and it happens, that's it makes it even sweeter, number one. But number two, then you, then you reply back by saying, thank you. It's not hard. It's really not. People make things hard. And then I'll tell you also, oh, so then also on tic Twitter, which other people have had problems with, is because of TikTok. So on TikTok, you can create videos where they have copyrighted music and you're allowed to use the copyrighted regular, the regular music. That TikTok actually made some artists in 2020 popular and famous with their music because their music was used in their videos that they made, right? But if I'm just going to create it on TikTok, I'm going to put it on other platforms. I'm going to take the video that I created on TikTok and use my content on, on Instagram and use my content on Facebook and Pinterest. And I'm going to use my content on Twitter. Twitter's getting really crazy with copyright infringement. No, you dumbasses, it's not copyright infringement when we're using copyrighted music that we're allowed to use on TikTok and we're posting the video on your site. You know how many of those I got? And, my, and some of my friends got it and some of my followers got it and they're pissed off. And you know what? They should be. Like one of my friends like posted Christmas music because she loves Christmas too and she posted Christmas music and she got the copyright infringement. And the worst part is they'll tell you you got copy infringement. You'll go to the email to go look to see what tweet it was, but they already removed the video. They already removed the link. Well, how the hell am I going to know what it is when it's like four months ago? Like the one I posted about um, cheerleaders can use this home gym for under $100. And there was like a video, I guess I posted with it, with music, and they took it off. I have no idea which one I posted. I have no idea where I came from. 
like the other stuff I can come I can kind of figure out from people responding like I posted a video from Samantha Fox from the 80s music Eddie Murray's song party all the time sure I claim that was from TikTok but like one of the other ones I have no idea where it came from none so I mean so that's happening across all the different platforms there's there's problems there's going to be a lot more problems as we get closer to 2021 and in the in probably the first two months of 2021 there is going to be a lot of issues a lot instagram i mean linkedin is trying to get involved in doing different things now too so we'll see how they are going to try to um think outside the box we'll see but um so yeah so each week i have a rant about of course jets fans so my rant continues Jet fans fucking suck right now. Not all of them. So let me see out of 100%. About out of 100%, 85% of them suck. There is still 15% good down-to-earth Jet fans that are actually rooting for them to win. The rest of them can go, uh, can go away. Just shut up. Go away. I'm tired of seeing people tweet so when the reporters tweet you know certain things oh here it is ready so 50 minutes ago the new york jets posted um week 15 fit i guess the colors that they're wearing the green and the white jerseys is what they're wearing so let's look and see so um the gaze uniforms have to go okay that one i like um the uniforms are hideous um um the ba -ba -bum. Oh, we'll chalk up another loss. Um, blah, blah, blah. Please go back to the news. Okay, I'm just trying to read it out as I'm looking. I want to read the ones I can't stand. This media guy has the absolute hardest job in all of sports. Blah, blah, blah. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, Super Bowl, here we come. Mm -hmm. um, oh, here's another one, say yes, of Trevor Lawrence. A picture of Trevor Lawrence. Um, so I'm going to comment on here. Um, you know, you look, you look pathetic tweeting this, tweeting this, and I will write, you know, shit. <laughs> uh-huh. Thank you. You know, you look pathetic tweeting this shit. Okay, because I can't stand it any longer. It's the most stupidest thing in the world, and it picks it pisses me off. First of all, um, Jonathan's left their mark on the team. The uniforms are garbage. Blah blah blah. Dun dun dun. So all right. But then if you go to like one, okay. So um, Brian Costello, I'm I'm stuck behind Gore on the depth chart. Um, Adam Gay said the Jets' running defense was giving a big enough hole. Blah blah blah. Dun dun dun. But then Brian, oh, he he was tweet he tweeted something about that we shouldn't complain. Yeah. Um. So he tweets this stupid crap. Um. Dun dun. The Jets fans should admire Frank Gore and stop complaining. That was one of his things, and I was like, oh my god, are you dead serious? Um, I mean, if he helps the tank, then sure. I'm like, are you kidding me? 
Oh my god, stop with the shit. This is what I'm talking about. It lo- it makes Jets fans look even more pathetic than the organization itself is right now. Okay, you look even worse than the organization has ever looked. And we keep, you know, um, dun dun dun. Um, oh, <laughs> that was a good one. I never mind, but I don't know if people are gonna get that one. Um, oh, I guess somebody has. Okay, here's a good one. I guess somebody has to take over for Manish. Um, if any fan base in any sport has a right to complain, it's Jets fans. Come on, you know that. And that's it. Oh, admire the tank. More about the tank. This is what I'm talking about. I admire those two-yard gains. Um, yeah, um, people underrate Ty, but Gore is the tank machine. No, he's not. He doesn't want to tank. Have you not listened to Frank Gore talk all this time? He doesn't want to end his career losing. He wants to win because you know why? Players are not tanking. They never have and they never will. Stop it already. Shut up. I'm telling you, I'm going to post my new song again. This song again. The song from Ariana Grande, Shut Up, is perfect for them because that's exactly, just shut up. You look, just, you make them, you look so stupid. And on Facebook, they look even more pathetic because every five freaking minutes, Somebody is posting a stupid post in one of the um, groups, one of the Jets groups, on what? On what? On the tank. On Trevor. Um, anyway, so it's just crazy. Can we stop it already? Can we? Can we just like, just cut it down? So. Here's my plea to the Jets. Please, please, just please, I beg you to just win this game this week. <laughs> please. I know you guys came so close. I know you guys are trying so hard and you're putting your best foot forward. And I, I as a fan, appreciate that because I see that you guys are trying so hard to win. But nothing, nothing would make me more happy than to shut up those fucking assholes. Because then it'll be crickets. See, when you win a game, there'll be crickets from those so-called fans. Because they won't be tweeting and posting about Trevor Lawrence anymore. They'll have to stop talking. And it'll be also good for you guys to get a win. Because it'll be good for your your mental and your emotional state. Because I feel as though... I feel as though... A lot of players are, are mentally broken right now. I think Sam's mentally and, and emotionally broken, and I feel so, so, so terrible for him. He just, he looks it. He looks broken. And he's so young, and he, he's, none of that, he's young. Like, age has nothing freaking to do with anything. But he's got so much freaking talent. And he's so, he, he's just, he is a leader. He is what a leader should be on a team, on a sports team. He doesn't talk about himself. He's not worried about his stats. He's not worried about things that other players are worried about, which is basically themselves, like, because the, you know, he's not on social media. He doesn't really do social media. I mean, he does it every once, every, every so often, but he's not, like, over the top. I'll put it that way. That makes him very attractive, by the way. I just have to throw that out there. 
because you see all these athletes, oh, I'm the greatest, I'm the best, no one can beat me, I'm on top of the world, and then of course the ones, oh, give it to God, God loves us all. Let's cheer for God. Let's be there for God. And then they go out and then they say something stupid and they and they act, they don't, they don't practice, they preach, basically. Or, you know, or they post stupid, show. oh my God, they post stupid stuff, oh my God. Or, you know, it's about their stat and it's about them being the best. It's not about the team winning, it's about them. He doesn't do that. He's gritty, he's grindy. You know, he wants to win. He wants to be the best version of himself. He doesn't give a shit, basically, about what you people think about him. Think about that. But it has to get to him. Like, he doesn't care. He has his own swagger. And he's not afraid to be who he wants to be, which is himself. Like, you know, we had Jamal Adams that time when he got drafted trying to change him. Oh, he needs to have different swagger. No, honey. He likes his own swagger. He doesn't have to be like you, and let's thank God that he's not. But that's what a leader does. And he also leads by example. Remember Derek Jeter? He did that here for how many freaking years did he do that here? We never heard about him in the news. He was not a newsmaker. People obviously made up stories and people tried to make certain things about him, but he never really made it about himself. It was always, well, I want the team to win the World Series. I want the team to do good. We have to get to the playoffs. I want the team to win. It was all about that. And that's how Sam Darnold is. That's a franchise quarterback, people. That's what I keep saying. It's not just what he does on the field and what he's capable of doing, which is amazing things. Too bad that he can't freaking audible. For all you dumbass fans out there, I have no idea what audibling is and how important it is. Do you not understand what audibling is? And Gaze is taking that away from him. And then you're all blaming him for like, oh, look, he sucks. Well, no. See, audibling allows the quarterbacks not to have to worry about whether looks they're getting from the defensive backs before the snap. Like, they don't have to worry about what the looks they're getting because they're going to audible. It puts the pressure on the receiver to read the coverage and adjust. Doesn't put the pressure on the quarterback. It puts the pressure on the receiver. This means that the quarterback has to just worry about the looks he's getting from the defensive players in the box. But he can't do that. So he, so he can, so he's reading the defense and knowing the defense now has, no, has figured out what play he's going to call. And he still has to freaking call that and can't audible. That sucks. Because now he's not putting pressure on the receiver. The, the pressure is not being put on the receiver to catch the ball, which can you freaking catch the ball when he throws it? Like that goes for Berrios, Perriman, Crowder. No, Mims is awesome, but he's, I don't know if he's playing this week. Um, can you freaking catch the damn ball when he throws it? Or make a freaking effort to go out there and catch the damn ball? Like move, like, I don't know who it was. Was it Perriman or was it Crowder? I think it was Perriman. And he was like double teamed and he stood in between the two and didn't make an effort to freaking ass catch the ball. And it almost was an interception. Well, pay attention and try to put some more effort into fucking catching the ball. Like Sam is the quarterback. He is not the wide receiver. He cannot throw it and catch it. Hello to Jets fans who complain. He's also, you know, he's also not a punter. 
and it's also not a kicker. And if the and he's also not like Frank Gore last week when, when he was playing, he should not have played last week after having a concussion. You can tell he still had symptoms of the concussion because he fumbled the ball. But then, oh, that was Sam's fault. Sam's fault. That's all I kept saying. Oh, Sam's fault. Another fumble. Another another giveaway from Sam. No, no, that was Frank Gore's fault. Sorry, but that's sorry. And do you uh, like people understand like if they don't run their routes the way that they're supposed to run, and he throws the ball that way, and the guy is not standing where he's supposed to be standing, the wide receiver is not where he's supposed to be, uh, that's going to be an interception. Is it going to be on Sam? No, it's on the wide receiver, not doing the play the right way, not running the right route. How stupid are you, people? This is what I'm talking about, and I have to say this constantly during the game. Like, I stopped, like, tweeting almost during the game because it's just, like, it's sickening to say, oh, the tank's still on. Oh, good, we're tanking. Even Sam doesn't want to be here. No, he told you he wants to be here, and he should be here, and he should have an opportunity to have a team built around him. But, you know, don't listen to me. What the fuck do I know? Obviously, I don't know anything. Oh, God, help me. Okay, so I have somebody who just sent me an email. Um, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> More business emails. All right, there goes my rant. Yes, so I'm just I'm just gonna review something about audibling. Like, right? What it, it allows the quarterback to do. It allows the quarterback to not have to worry about whatever looks they were getting from the defensive backs before the snap because he's changing the play. It puts the pressure now on the receiver to read the coverage and adjust accordingly. Something that Gaze doesn't have to do, adjust. It also means that the quarterback now just has to worry about getting uh, the looks that he's getting from the defensive players in the box. That's it, that's all. That's why it's important. That's why he should be allowed to do that. That's why he, and every quarterback should be doing that. And that's also one of his strengths. And then, you know, he should be able to do a little bit more running and not just standing in the pocket. Because he's not really a pocket quarterback, if you think about it. He can really run. <laughs> he can really, oh my God, he can really run. Um, And that's about that. And that's, there you go. So we'll see. So no sassy pot, no sassy nation podcast next Friday because it's Christmas, but I will be doing something on Facebook either Tuesday or Wednesday before, or maybe even Christmas Eve, hint, hint, um, when my usual show is on Thursday, hint, hint, um, no sassy show, no sassy nation next week, but the following week. It will be the it would be it's my favorite show because it's about the trends of 2021 for social media and I love that show. All the trends and then the top, and of course, what people the top topics that people talked about and all that fun stuff. So join me next week, and also on YouTube I will be posting a special a special video. So about um, basically promoting what I'm going to do for 2021. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. 
just give you a little uh, tease. Um, but there you go. So thanks for listening and have a great weekend. Have a great Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. Enjoy your Christmas. And I will see you the week after Christmas. Um, which will be New Year's Day, by the way. I will be doing my show on New Year's Day. I will be doing my the assassination, the assassination show January 1st in 2021. Oh, I'll see you next year. And then I will be doing the sassy show on um, New Year's Eve. There you go. Have a great one. Take care.